and welcome to our podcast, Cancelled the Dark Side of Social Media. I am Jaylene Munoz. I'm Alexis Redden. And I am Madison Rind. This week, we are talking about cancel culture and how it has become such a big phenomenon. Cancel culture is defined by Urban Dictionary as the desire to cancel out a person or whole community from social media and all of their platforms. Insider.com states that the term started to gain traction in 2017 after the idea of canceling celebrities with problematic issues came about. Cancel culture continues to only get more popular as the years go on, making it sound like it's all right to just erase people from social media because of their past issues or disagreements. But in reality, we cannot just erase people because we don't agree with them. We can call them out for their past remarks or issues that they've had, but calling them canceled just seems a bit dramatic. To dive in even deeper, there are two main types of cancel culture that we have identified. The first is political. Oftentimes, people try to cancel people who are in office or running for office because they don't believe in their ideas, beliefs, or actions. Although it's okay to have differing opinions, we do not believe... Or sorry, although it's okay to have differing opinions, it's not right to bash on somebody because you don't feel the same way. The other type of cancel culture is moral. People are always trying to define what is right and wrong, especially on social media. This brings a lot of problems because everybody has a different mindset of what is moral or ethical. Celebrities and influencers are often criticized for doing things that they may not be correct, and therefore they get canceled. For example, Vanessa Hutchins posted on Instagram basically denouncing the importance of the coronavirus and saying, if many people die, it's all right because it's inevitable. People were furious over this post because thousands of people had died over the virus and she was not taking it very seriously. Hutchins later apologized, but her reputation definitely took a toll due to the original post. In the past few months, social media outlets have seen an increase in canceled celebrities with hard evidence like videos and photos to back up their claims. Shane Dawson is a YouTuber who's been on the site since 2008, creating sketch comedy videos in the beginning and moving to daily vlogs and documentary-style videos. Recently, pictures and videos surfaced from years prior of him wearing blackface, sexualizing minors, and making jokes about eating disorders. Another example you may have heard of is Jeffree Star. Jeffree started his social career on MySpace as a musician, releasing his first studio album in 2009. Moving from music to makeup, Jeffree Star Cosmetics was founded in 2014 with a YouTube beauty influencer at the helm. While incredibly successful, Jeffree Star has a history of being racist, transphobic, and ultimately just problematic with video and picture evidence to show. In fact, thinking about Vanessa Hudgens in the previous examples, um, Jeffree Star actually recently came out with a line called Cremated during a global pandemic. You could tell just how embarrassing it was, but... Ultimately, he didn't care, and his social base didn't care either, but the American public definitely did. An American favorite, Ellen, was even canceled over a toxic workplace with accusations of racism, sexism, and intimidation while on set. She recently addressed these allegations on her season 18 premiere of The Ellen Show. While all of these instances of canceling were deemed valid by the public, these celebrities in particular faced little to no consequences, remaining just, just as successful as they were before. The question that we need to address is why these examples in particular continue to thrive off of their fame. What do these influencers have in common? Many would argue that Shane and Jeffrey are able to avoid confrontation as white men and Ellen as a white woman. While these examples all identify as gay or bisexual, society tends to favor skin color privilege over gender and sexual orientation. 
Another question to consider is why are influencers the only ones getting canceled? We have so much evidence, especially in an emotionally charged election year, of politicians and business owners engaging in nefarious behaviors, yet we don't see social media users coming to cancel them. We need to hold these members of society accountable, as they are the ones who can influence the environment, the economy, and ultimately, the country. With people being canceled all the time and hashtag blank is over party, there comes a lot of power with canceling someone. False statements can damage a person's reputation and in a lot of cases. A lot of people seem to engage in what is a witch hunt in which they can look into what a person has done problematic in the past. They can look up to their tweets when they were a teenager, trying to see if they can affect their reputation now. One example that comes to mind is Melanie Martinez, who was falsely accused of sexually assaulting and raping her friend. Although her friend later came out and denies the allegations, at that moment it really affected Melanie Martinez and her reputation. It can be said that Melanie Martinez faced more repercussions than many of her male musician counterparts who have received the same allegations. Um, a lot of people stopped being her fan, particularly because they chose to believe the victim. Although I think that was the right choice for them to make, I think it really affected Melanie Martinez's reputation and ultimately her career. Now, after somebody has been canceled for something they have done in the past, um, are they able to overcome that situation? While they're being canceled, a lot of people tend to make apology videos or write other apology on their notes app to post it all over Twitter. Now, personally, I don't think this is genuine. And the way people can make a genuine apology is through their actions, is to show that they have, are making actions to become a better person and that they recognize that their past behaviors are negative. Another thing to consider when accepting a person's apology is if you have been affected by that negative action they made in the past. For example, in my opinion, only black people are able to forgive a celebrity or an influencer for saying the N-word. White people and other people of color have not been affected by that negative action, so it doesn't make sense for them to accept that apology on behalf of black people. Now, while people are being canceled all the time, I think it's important to make your own opinions on whether this is being valid or how they're able to make a genuine apology and overcome the situation. We want to thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to our podcast, and we hope you tune in next week where we discuss more controversial topics on social media and how to navigate it all. A big thank you to Fitz Leland for providing our intro and outro music. Be sure to check him out at Fitz Leland Music anywhere and everywhere.